Hey guys, real quick, I want to let you know something. This podcast today is sponsored by Politics and War. Politics and War is an online political strategy game where you get to create your own country and you compete with thousands of other players diplomatically, militarily, and economically. Politics and War, it's free to play with limited microtransactions to ensure the game is fair and not pay to win like most of the apps you see today. You can play for free in your browser at politicsandwar.com or you can download the Politics and War app on the App Store or Google Play Store. Go check it out. I fell in love with it. I play it every day. I guarantee you that you will too. Albert Valise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Houston Dynapod podcast with me, your host, Finis de Yaa. Working on my uh, Norwegian accent there for y'all. Working on my Norwegian accent, my Swedish accent, in honor of the return of Adam Lundqvist to left back. He looked good last night. Can't really say that about a whole lot of our guys. So we took on the LA Galaxy last evening at PNC Stadium in front of a half-full stadium, Tops. I will say the ticket takers, they do a fantastic job of making you dance for your fanny packs, and the people manning the stairwells definitely check your tickets. It was a game I was looking forward to. Obviously, it did not go the way we thought it would. Maybe some of you thought this would go a different way. I certainly did. I certainly did not foresee a 3-0 thumping last night. I certainly didn't foresee us playing as well as we did because we didn't play poorly. And then walking away with absolutely nothing except our tail between our legs. It was a very exciting, it was an entertaining game. But we just didn't finish. And haven't been on social media much today. I imagine if I were to run the tab in or tab out poll again, which by the way, it's still active. Feel free to vote. I think the tab out would get more. It was split. The poll was split 50-50, tab in, tab out. Now I think it would be tab out 60-40, uh, 65-35. There's my mathematician skills. But it was pretty evident. Now, I guess midway through, after the young goal, you could kind of see our, our heads start to drop a little bit. And L.A. really start to just play better football. We didn't play poorly. <clears throat> we didn't play bad. We played well. Our finishing was bad. Our passing was, you know, what it was. Our shots were terrible. We had missing players, teenagers out. We had to make changes at the back. We started Minor Figueroa. We subbed out, uh, subbed him out and then put Sam at center back. That, that didn't go over so fucking well, huh? So it was a game that a lot of us went into with high hopes. Right now, if you are a, a supporter of this club, you know that we're coming to a crossroads where we stick with Tab or we get rid of Tab. And I think if you judge him based on the stats, 
last night wasn't that bad. I know a lot of people are pissed off and they're angry, and that's fine. It's your club. It's our club, our one and only club. But you have to temper your expectations when we've been eliminated from the playoffs and L.A. hasn't. L.A. is playing for as high a seed as possible and a playoff spot. Playoffs aren't set yet. They're pretty damn close. But they're playing for postseason football. We're not. Like I've said in this podcast, in the future, you'll hear it in the future. Fucking telling you your future. By the way, winning Powerball number, 64. Picked out as the red one. The other ones you got to guess on your own. We're playing for our future and the future of our coach and the future of contracts. And a lot of people wanted to see the kids tonight. I, I titled an episode that. Blood the boys, play the kids. And we got to see a little bit of them. We saw Ian Hoffman. I, I, we saw Memo. We saw Corona come off the bench. Those aren't the kids we're really talking about. We want to see Danny Rios. I know I do. We want to see Ethan Bartlow. What happened to him? Hell, I'd like to see that other center back we signed. What the hell was his name? It was a weird name. Like I kept messing it up and I kept thinking, I hope it's this. And it turns out it is. I can't remember his name. But the other center back that we signed in the draft. This would have been a perfect time to see guys like McHugh, guys like Palomino, but they're in the championship on loan, so we can't see them. But, guys, as much as you're out there begging to see our kids, our young players, Tab Ramos is coaching for his job. He is literally coaching and trying to keep the thing that puts food on the table for him and his family. So... As much as we might want him to do something, he does know what's best. He does have the most knowledge of this squad. He's got far more knowledge of these players than you and I. But at some point, I don't know when it is, you know, we do want to see him. But the kids we have, they're not that exciting. The ones that are here, they're not, you want to see Ari Lasseter? You want to see that? You want to see some Ari? You want to see some Nico Lemoyne? I know you do. I know you want to see Ari run down the flank and then boot the ball into the sixth row. I know. Does that make you horny, baby? It's that we don't have the kids to play. We don't, we're not like these bigger clubs that have these guys that are just tearing it up with the U23s or they're pushing guys for spots. Our guys aren't pushing for spots. Our young kids are not pushing for spots. So I don't have any stories for you. I could tell you all about how my daughter's mom is an awful human being, but uh, I don't want to fucking depress you any more than you already probably are. So I'm going to give you all the lineup, and then we're going to go into the highlights, yeah? So we had Michael Nelson in goal. I thought in warm-ups when I saw Merritt's warming up, thought we were going to see Marco. He's still better. In fact, his stats are even better now after last night. Center backs, Timmy, Zarek, and Minor. Midfield of Griffin Dorsey, Karaskia, Darwin Saren, who actually rated out better than Coco, but Matias Vera has shown that's his spot. That's Vera. And Sam Junka on the left, who had a much better game than I thought he did. Quintero attacking mid, again, our highest rated player. Fafa and Maxi up top. So it was a lineup quite similar, except Vera and Teenage were not in there. And if you look at the quality of player that we replaced, we replaced Teenage Debbie and Matias Veda, 
with Minor Figueroa and Darwin Saren, one on the wrong side of 30, one on the wrong side of 35. So we replaced two of our younger, talented defenders with two aging veterans who have lost a step. It, it didn't bode well from the start. And we did play hard. We did get after it. But didn't quite go over the way we wanted. So, without further ado, let's take a look at last night's highlights slash lowlights. Houston Dynamo and LA Galaxy, but we're going to try it again. <laughs> All right, here we go. Chicharito gets it, and we're going to do that again. It's game on for 90 in Houston. Who's stepping up here is Cabral, minor Figueroa. It's a bad giveaway from Valentin. It's a hit. It's a blast off the post. Oh, that was tacked by Efrain Alvarez. Zarek Valentin. Aye, aye, aye. Not a good game for him. I thought he was quicker than he looks. Apparently he's not. This was a really, really poor giveaway really early on. And... It just comes with taking a touch and looking what's in front of you. Granted, this is me, a guy who never played soccer, organized, critiquing a guy that does it for a living. And in hindsight, it's 2020. Should, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Zarek had a bad game. It started right here. The whole team looked, looked off. We, don't, we didn't look like we did last week at all. And, you know, you go from such a high to this low – the next game is going to be pretty important. So I'm hoping Zarek shakes this one off. And I'm hoping Teenage Debbie is healthy for the next match. Valentin won the header over Chicharito. It's not the best of clearance here from Los Angeles. Chicharito lays on a good ball to Cabral. Cabral does have pace. It's a long touch to make it one. Good save, Michael Nelson. Now, overall, I thought Michael Nelson had a, a rather poor game. I don't think he was that good. He had a couple good saves. That Chicharito volley was hit right at him. But this is another case where it's a bad giveaway. And then we find Cabral moving into space, and Zarek Valentin looked like he was walking, and Cabral was running. I think Tim Parker actually showed better pace in recovery on this than Zarek Valentin. But it, it, was, a, it was a tough night for Zarek Valentin. And you really can't do worse after this. It's a learning process. Is his future at center back? I don't know. Is it at right back? No. Could it be at center back? Yeah. And in the middle? Bro, bro, in the middle? Fucking, I don't know. There's a lot of responsibilities that come with that. But he's also right-footed. The other option is to put Tim on the right, Tim in the center, Zarek on the right, and Teenage on the left. But tough game for Zarek. Good effort. Just physically, he's not able to keep up with Cabral. Boy, that's a bad ball. It's Quintero. The Dynamo have won it back. Quintero to Arudi to make it one over the top and wide. From Maxi Arudi, who finally picked up his seventh goal of the year. Siphoned in pass to Arudi. Oh, I think it grazed the outside of the post. He swept it in. Maxi Arudi, Darwin Quintero, all of our attackers. The finishing was not there last night at all. It wasn't relatively close. I want to say we had 22 shots and seven on target. Our finishing last night was extremely poor. In fact, I don't think I've seen it this poor all season. 
when you look at the possession we had and the amount of chances we had, our finishing was absolutely horrendous. It was bad. But like I said, we don't have anything to play for. What are we playing for? Tab's job? How do you know if they like him or not? What are we playing for? Copa Tejas? That's versus Austin this weekend. So finishing was bad. We know that we need a clinical attacker up top to complement Quintero. Just, you know, not a good game. Not a good game from anybody. And let's move on from it, right? Cabral is in there. Derek Williams is in there. There are targets. It's whipped in. It's Chicharito saved by Michael Nelson. Oh, what a set piece that one. Had a little bit of a Maxi Rudy smell on this one, didn't it? That sweet little volley by Chichi. Right at Nelson. I mean, if, if Chicharito hits this ball a yard left or a yard right, it's delivered with such pace and so quick. I don't think Nelson has a shot if this isn't right at him. I mean, if this is low, if this is outside Nelson's feet, the pace with which it came in, I don't know if he could have saved it. This was a nice save, but it was directly at Michael Nelson. And in warm-ups, I saw Marco out there, and I started to get a little excited, ready to see our boy Marco back. But I think the more matches we watch with Nelson in goal, the more we realize that I don't think he's the one we keep moving forward. Statistically, again, he, he is not as good as Marco Marich. So what do we do? Obviously, the, the answer that we're all going to say is sign one in the offseason, which is easier said than done. But we'll find someone. But lovely play by LA Galaxy. Great save by Nelson, and I was very thankful they hit it right at him. It's a driven-in ball. It bypasses Chicharito. Cabral goes in the box. Oh, no way. Going to the penalty spot. One thing you can't do is take a penalty kick and be indecisive. You've got to step up and know which way you're going. It's a 306th appearance tonight for Sasha Kleschuk. Off the penalty against Nelson. He scores. The LA Galaxy will go up 1-0 here in the 39th minute. It's a veteran who's ice cold from the penalty spot. And the Galaxy celebrate knowing what this goal could mean to them in the playoff picture. All right, first glance, I looked, not a penalty. Minor got ball. It was a two-footed tackle. Studs were kind of up. Goes through Cabral's ankle. Even if it had been a one-footed tackle, he still would have made contact with Cabral. The rule book states, well, what the rule book says is this is a penalty. Judgment call says it's not, but the MLS, EPL, La Liga, those rule books are like judicial law. Whatever is written, that's how it has to go. That's why we had such problems with handballs last year, the two years, uh, last year and the year before, where if it, you know, regardless of the situation, if it hit a certain spot, it was a handball. And they, they changed the rule. But this was one, yes. Minor is kind of lucky he didn't get a red card. Could it have been? Yeah. Was it a dangerous tackle? Yes. Was it intentional? I don't think so. But I've said dozens of times, if you start, if you have to start a 39-year-old man on your professional soccer team, something's wrong. I mean, for every guy over 35, you might as well just say they're going to get a goal because at some point, their physical ability is going to let them down, no matter how fit they are. And then also, for every game you start Sam Junka, it's going to cost you a goal as well. But we'll talk about him later, man. I was not happy with him. When I saw Minor starting, I kind of knew where this was going to go. I knew this was going to be a tough one. I knew there's no way he lasts on 90. 
he did his best here. Unfortunately, he caught Cabral on the follow-through with two feet, studs up, and it was a penalty, and he slotted it away. So not Nelson's fault. Perfect penalty. Bad timing. For the Dynamo, here's Chicharito. He's got the run of Cabral. He's picked out Cabral, who's trying to get back on his right foot. He eliminates the defender and scores. Well, that is a dagger to the heart here from Kevin Cabral. It is Chicharito who picks him out. You know, if there's one goal that sums up our season, or if I had to turn to a single highlight throughout the year to describe what's happened to us this year, this would be it. We just fell flat on our ass, and the other team scores. I mean, it happens. It seems like we slip quite often. I don't understand. Maybe maybe some more ladder drills. Maybe some more high knees. <laughs> high knees. It's just, it's, it's our season in a nutshell. You know, he slips. It's a wide-open goal, a wide-open shot, bottom left corner. Not really anything Nelson could do. It's just our season in a, in a nutshell. Like I said, I can't say that enough, I guess. But as soon as he fell, I just went in my head. I'm watching. I'm thinking, fuck, here we go. Here's another one. Sure enough, slotted in easy-peasy, lemon squeezy. So tough play. No, it's not a tough play. Don't fall. Easier said than done from the slightly overweight 39-year-old man who doesn't play professional soccer. But just stay on your feet. It's one of the tactics in Football Manager. It says stay on feet or get stuck in. I leave it blank because I want my guys to use their own decisions. But again, crappy play, good result for L.A., bad result for our team. And this, I think this is where kind of the wind really came out of our sails. Because towards the end, we just looked, we looked beaten. We, we, didn't, we weren't moving with that same enthusiasm or vigor that you might have seen against Seattle. So we, we played like a team with nothing to really play for. Chicharito. Well, he lays it on. Alvarez squares it back off to flex it. Who did it come off? I think it came off. Valentin. Of Zarek Valentin. The Dynamo were trying to claim offside. This is a huge goal for the L.A. Galaxy, no matter how it goes in. And now things have gone from bad to worse. Zarek Valentin with an own goal. Zarek had a night to not remember. If I'm Zarek Valentin and I was partying after the Sounders win, I'm drinking after this one, and I'm hoping to just numb the pain of my performance, I, I haven't gotten into the ratings yet. Zarek's is not, not too pleasing. Just a bad night for him, man. And I, I feel bad. He's playing a position he doesn't normally play. So after this, I am definitely more tab out. You put Zarek Valentin in a position to fail. You've put Sam Junka in a position to fail. It's happened mm, too many times. It has. I go back and forth, tab in, tab out. After last night, I'm more out. I'm back to more out, maybe 55-45 out versus in. You got to know what you're doing. You got to have a plan. I'm sure you did, but we've experimented with the back line before. We've seen Junka at center back. We know Zarek doesn't play there. We've seen Boney put in a great performance. Remember Boniek's first, first match at center back? Center Boney. We were like, oh, fucking problem solved. What happened later? We were calling for his head. Get him out of there. Get him the fuck out of the back line. Zarek Valentin 
has more potential to be a better center back than Bonet Garcia because of age. But he's being put in a position to fail. And he tries to clear it, clears it the wrong way. Bonehead move. Very Eric Dyer-ish. On to the next one. Lyman had a good game against Portland. But here's Pasher now. Whips a good ball in. Oh, shot goes wide from Quintero. Quintero and Arruti were both steaming into that penalty area. That is a good ball from Pasher. Almost get one back here. That's a good decision from Tyler Pasher. He doesn't try to beat two defenders. He gives it to Darwin Quintero and just gets going. Darwin Quintero already knows he's giving it back. It was very nice to see Tyler Pasher back in action. Uh, as we know, he is probably going to start at that right wing next year, depending on who we sign. I definitely think he needs to develop that right foot a little bit more. Definitely work on that right foot. He's very left-footed. I was watching with my son, and my son goes, Dad, why didn't he go, why didn't he go past the guy? And I'd tell him, buddy, it's because he's very left-footed. And he is. He's incredibly left-footed. If he had that ability to go and cross with the right, kind of like Fafa does, you can tell Fafa is right-footed, but he can whip a cross in with his left. He's done it many times, and he's gotten assists off it. Pasher's going to be fine. Uh, I'd like to see him put a full season together without injuries. I'd like to see him put a full season together with some continuity in the squad, which we haven't had. I don't think you'll see him playing for Canada next year, especially considering the international break is where he got hurt, and then his injury with us forced him to miss other international matches. But I don't see him getting as much time with Canada next year. And that's, dude, that's totally fine. I, I would much rather our guys not have MLS games during the international break. But as you know, we got to be cool and fucking start our season when Europe isn't playing. Very AFL, NFL-ish. So glad to see him back. Work to be done. Looking forward to him with a little more time. Rodriguez bends it. Pushed away with two hands by Bond. Would have been nice for Memo Rodriguez to score a goal there. This is either the last time or second to last time that we probably see Memo Rodriguez at PNC Stadium in downtown Houston, Texas. This is something he's always done. He has always attempted these long shots. And I, I'm okay with it. You look at the guys on our squad who really take these long attempts. Memo Rodriguez... Minor Figueroa, he took one last night. Matias Vera. I can't think of anybody else who really takes these shots outside the box. I like that he does. I think we need to do this more often to keep the keepers honest. But, you know, he missed. But it's his first action in forever. And unfortunately, I, I do think this is going to be either the second to last or the last time we see him as a Dynamo player. Where does he go? When you're, not, when you're not able to start for the second or third worst team in your conference, where do you go? Toronto? Austin? Where do you go? Well, what's his option next? Maybe a different country? I don't know, man. But I was very glad to see him get back in the lineup. I do like him. It's nice to have a homegrown academy talent in our lineup. But unfortunately, I think this is it for Memo. This is like Colorado might be his Alamo, you know? All right, next one. Rosendo Mendoza. And as tough a night it is for the Houston Dynamo, it is going to be a big win for the Los Angeles Galaxy. Win number 13 on the year for them. They will go to fifth place in the Western Conference. 
All right, so we lost. We lost three nothing. It was not pretty. Let's take a look at the stat sheet. Let's take a look at uh, our lineups and our ratings. So, Michael Nelson, our goalkeeper, rated out at 5.8. Tim Parker had another poor one, 6.2. Zarek Valentin had the worst game of all at a 5.5. Minor Figueroa, 6 flat. Now, Griffin Dorsey and Sam Junka, surprisingly, were two of our highest rated players. Dorsey rated out at a 7.5, despite his slip and fall that led to a goal. Junker rated out at a 7-3. Despite his inability to get the ball into the box, we crossed more balls off of defenders in this match than I think we've done in a single match all year. Kudos to the team for trying to swing it in. But, bro, it ain't no good if you just swing it in and it's a throw-in. Corner's fine. Play for a corner. But we're not, we're not coming up with crosses that go anywhere. Coco Karaskia had the worst game of the midfielders with a 6-3. It's the second one in a row he's been poor. Darwin Saren, 6-4. He's not Vera, but he played okay. Quintero, phenomenal game, 7-9. Maxi, 6-7. And Fafa, 7.6. <clears throat> now our subs, Lundi, rated in at a 6-4. Pasher, 7-1, thought he looked good. Corona, 6-5. Memo, 6-3. Hoffman, 6-1. Where was Funmayor? That's one youngster I would have much rather seen get on the pitch than Sam Junka moving to center back. Don't know what Alejandro's done, but I'd imagine this is his last year with us. You know what I'm saying, player? So possession-wise, LA Galaxy, 53% of the ball. We had 47. Not bad. LA Galaxy XG, 1.8. Ours was 1.3. Y'all ready for these next two stats? You're going to vomit. We had 22 total shots to their 10. We created 18 chances to their nine. They had three big chances to our one. <clears throat> so you might ask yourself, Hey, Finister, if we had so many of these shots, why are we not putting the ball in the nets? Our finishing was terrible. It was extremely bad. Pass rate, we had 82% to their 84. We each conceded 11 fouls. We had seven corners to their three, and we had a mind-boggling four offsides, and Maxi was offside. It, it wasn't close. It was a whole body. It was a whole body. Dude, they hit the post once. We had 12 shots inside the box, 10 outside the box. Seven total shots on target to their five total shots on target. Yeah, bro. We did not put balls on target very good at all. Uh, defensively, they had more of the ball, so we're going to have more tackles. More, Jesus. Anyway, our passing game needs to improve. We were beat pretty much everywhere on the passing sheet. Defensively, or excuse me, we won the most duels. <clears throat> we had more tackles. We won it in the air. Our attempted dribbles and successful dribbles were phenomenal. They had more interceptions, but that's going to come with our mediocre passing game, which is the, that's the best you can call it. Our, our passing game is below average. Uh, Keeper-wise... LA Galaxy's keeper had a great game. Michael Nelson did not. You know, what was he, a 5-8, five, five, I said? So, mm, I think he's not the answer. I've told you that before. I don't think Marco's the answer either. Funny story, even though I took my son to the match, I almost went to pitch 25 to meet up with someone, but I did not. <clears throat> that would have been weird. You're probably listening, 
And uh, I debated coming over there to, to say hi, ma'am, but I don't want to confuse my kid. You know, maybe you're listening, maybe you're not. Anyway, I'm not one on like letting my kid meet people I haven't really met before. I think most parents are. Anyway, sorry, ADD, fucking kicking in. It, it was not a good game, but we have seen worse. So if you're depressed over this, this we didn't play poorly. We outplayed them. They scored more. We outplayed them. They scored more. What are you going to do? Right? What can you do at this point? So that was loud. I'm at work recording this, and somebody just dropped a table, apparently. Anyway, guys, we got Austin. That's huge, this Saturday. If you can go with the supporters groups, go. We need to win Copa Tejas to salvage some type of dignity this year. We win Copa Tejas, bro. Does Cat Tab keep his job? I don't know. I don't know. We're playing. We played well. We just lost. A lot of people are mad. Be mad. But look at the performance as a whole. You take away, what was it, 13 minutes of play. When did we shit the bed? When did we suck all the dicks? At the end of the first half and at the start of the second half. It's the same thing we've been doing for years. I don't know if this is in their scouting profile. They're like, hey, uh, let, me, let me take a look at this Tim Parker. What is this? How does he perform in the last 10 minutes? Oh, it says here ability. He lets goals in. We just have to put together 90 minutes of football, and we don't do it. Hell, can we put together 80, 75, 80? Can we play well at the beginning and end of each half? If we can do that, we're in the playoffs if we can fix the slow start, which we had again at the first half, the poor finish, which we had at the end of the first half, the poor start again, beginning of the second half, if we can fix those, we're in the playoffs. Even with this squad, we'd be out in the first round and we wouldn't have home field at all, but we'd, we'd be in the playoffs. So pick your heads up, dust it off, cheer the team on versus Austin. There is still hope. Tab's still got a shot. Who knows? But we got to win Copa Tejas. I don't want to listen to FC Dallas and Austin talk shit for the entire offseason. We have to win Copa Tejas. So if any of you boys in orange, any of you dynamos, listen to this. This is the match of the year right now. This Austin FC match is your fucking Super Bowl. Go play like it. Go whip their ass. So before we continue to talk about the game anymore, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to end it there. This has been your Houston Dynapod podcast. I'm Finister. Give us a like, share, rate, review, support. You know the drill. I need to put these in the beginning maybe. Maybe I need to hit you up for money and reviews in the beginning so you're not as likely to just move on to the next podcast, which what are you listening to? What do you like? Email us at HoustonDynapod.yahoo.com and tell us. So that's it. A couple, couple games left. Root on our boys, support the kids, and as always, go Dynamo! Albert Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it! There it is! It's another! And it's Bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist.
Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Bad